The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Once Upon a Time in Vegas. You have to get up early for work, don't you? No. Or you have company coming for breakfast. You'll call me sometime. We can have lunch and get to know each other better. We'll get to know each other now. Because you aren't leaving. You're mine. Sometimes I want something really permanent. Not just Hollywood permanent. Something real. That's a tall order, Mr. Grayson. Terry, Jason was cheating on me with Stacy. Okay, you need to go out. I've got two tickets to that movie premiere you've been working your ass off for. Why don't we just go? What the fuck? I slept for two days? Look, Tessa, I know I came on strong two nights ago, but (laughs) I couldn't help myself. I just want to know you better. Chloe, stop swiveling your head. You look like a frickin' owl. I'm looking for Ginger. She could see me. Terry, I should leave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not going anywhere, Mr. Hughes. Here. You can wear the free stuff they're giving out in the goodie bags. She'll never notice you. It's not like you stick out like a sore thumb, Chloe. You're like all the normal, regular thumbs. Where do you get these analogies? It's a gift. Now, relax. Sit back. Shut up. We're gonna watch this movie. Your husband was harboring information on our group. Now tell us where to find the disc. I don't know anything. This movie sucks, Terry. Yes. Yes, it does. If I had paid for my ticket, I'd be asking for a refund. Come on now. You got a sweatshirt and a hat out of the deal. This movie sucks so bad it's going to put Hoover and Dyson out of business. Hey, aren't you the one who thinks Philip Carter Grayson is cute? You own his version of Hamlet on DVD. You can't compare this movie to Hamlet, not by any stretch of the imagination. And yeah, he's cute. I met him at Ginger's office. Is he that cute in person? No, in person he's hyper cute. I, on the other hand, was a sobbing mess and prefer not to relive the memory. But with apologies to Mr. Grayson, cute is not nearly enough to carry this movie. You got me there. Oh, look, a car chase. Well, didn't see that coming. Uh, I'm going to the bathroom. Don't bother to tell me what I missed when I get back. Don't worry. I doubt it'll be memorable enough to recap. I should call a cab. I've already lost half an hour of my life. I'll never get back. Oh! oh. Sorry, Sorry about that. My hat. Here, let me get it. Ow! Oh. My hat! Ow! <laughs> I'm awfully sorry. I-, I should have been watching where I was going. I hope I didn't give you a concussion. Are you alright? You're Philip Carter Grayson. Yes, I am. 
Your movie sucks. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm sorry you had to sit through this much of it. Why are you out here and not in the theater? It's not obvious. I'm escaping. If you're smart, you will too. Want to get a drink? A drink? Yeah, I saw a bar across the street. There's plenty of time before the movie lets out. Want to? Philip Carter Grayson bonks foreheads with me, then offers to buy me a drink. Maybe I do have a concussion. How many fingers am I holding up? That's your thumb. You'll be all right. Well, after 30 minutes of a movie that bad, I think I'm owed a drink at least. Can I borrow your hat? Go ahead. I was using it as a disguise too. Strawberry margarita for the lady, and I'm ready to sour for you, sir. Thanks. So, what should we drink to? <sighs> Let's drink to the last tread of hope that this movie won't tank my career. Amen. So, tell me why you made this movie. You don't need to do crappy movies after winning that award. That's the thing. I made this movie before Hamlet. This movie was never even supposed to leave the can. But now the guys behind it think they can make some money. Sad part is they're probably right. And a lot of people will be wondering why they paid $9 to waste two hours. Try to be optimistic. It might end up becoming a cult classic. Every actor has crappy movies in their closet. If nothing else, you've got your looks. <laughs> sure. You know... It's really hard to sit here and not freak out. Why? I've seen about every stage show you've been in. Even the illegal non-equity one. Really? Yep. I may look calm on the outside, but on the inside I'm going, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! <laughs> Thank you. So, why aren't you with your girlfriend? Did you ditch her in the theater? Uh, she isn't here. She informed me recently that she's going to be unavoidably detained for the next, oh, 50 or 60 years. Ouch. Was it the name thing? Name thing? Everyone knows you can't remember names, which is why I'm guessing you haven't asked for mine. You probably don't remember meeting me either. Oh, we've met before? I'm sorry. That's okay. It wasn't a good time for me. It's better this way. Well, the name thing might have been part of it, but... We were never especially close. I sympathize. In fact, I empathize. Were you broken up by text message too? Ooh, ouch. Yep, I'm the new K-Fed. No, he did it in person. But it was five days before the wedding. Ding, ding, we have a winner. Bartender, another round. So, what was it? Do you have a name thing too? Um, I won't go into detail, but no. Jason used to treat me well, but he was different after we got engaged. I thought things would be better after we got married. Okay, I'll be honest with you. The restorative powers of marriage don't exist. We only get worse. Don't ever marry someone thinking they'll change for the better. And you're way too good of a person to end up with an asshole like that anyway. You've known me less than an hour. My first impressions are usually correct. Well, here's to the Lonely Hearts Club and its two newest members. Cheers. Hey, we should get matching tattoos. On this body? No thanks. What's wrong with it? Well, a friend of mine got a little kitten tattooed on her butt back in high school. Years passed, and it became this big tiger. <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised. You're really just a normal, regular guy. Uh, 
Thank you. You're welcome. My name's Chloe, by the way. Oh, damn. Now that you told me, I'll never remember. You seriously can't remember anyone's name? It took me the first seven years of my life to learn my own mother's name. What is it? Mummy. You've got to be kidding me. I swear on my mother's name, whatever it is, that I'm not. I'll prove it. My last girlfriend's name was... Elaine? No. Damn. Uh, Ella? Strike two. Damn. It begins with an E, right? No wonder she broke up with you. I I think it was more because her chauffeur looked like Vin Diesel. You can remember Vin Diesel's name and not your own mother's? I've never met Vin Diesel. Rest assured that if I ever do, I'll instantly forget what his name is. I don't get it. You memorized Hamlet in three days. Ophelia, Horatio, Rosencrantz, and Gildestern, they all fell trippingly on the tongue, right? Sure, I can remember fake names without a problem. Were you dropped on your head as a child? I've suspected, but it's never been proven. It's also a possibility that I lived near power lines or might have eaten lead paint chips. Okay, so I'm guessing Just by now, Chloe ditched me. That wounds. bitch. My wounds can't be my family. They have to pay. Okay, getting more soda is way more important than seeing the end of this film. Besides, if I see the credits, I'll know who to murder. counter. <sighs> Daniel Pierce ass. I hate to see him go, but I love to watch him leave. Carry the five, divide that by three, then... Damn it, that can't be right. What you doing? Uh, Terry! Oh, I, I mean, I mean, Miss, Miss Snowden. Danny, I told you. You don't have to call me that. Now, what are you doing with a box of candy, an exacto knife, and a calculator in the middle of the lobby? Well, if one serving of Whoppers has 123 calories, and there are 46 Whoppers in a box and three servings per container, uh, how many times do I cut one in half before Ginger can eat them? If you worked for me, I'd never make you do this. You know why? Because I'd eat the whole box. No! No! My calculations! <laughs> I helped you. Give her 15. Oh, thank you. No problem. Can I help you, ma'am? I'm beyond help, but I'd appreciate a refill of Coke. Hey, Danny. Shouldn't you be giving Ginger her calculated candy? I will. Uh, in a minute. Fifty cents for the refill, please! Here you go. Thanks. So... So, how are things? Good. I mean, the movie sucks, but I'm good. Great, yeah. Uh, and business? Business is pretty good. 
So, how are things with you? Good. They're good. Ginger's a bitch, but, you know, it's a living. <sighs> right. Uh, business? Good. Good. Uh, is it just me, or does this conversation completely suck? <sighs> I thought it was just me. No, it takes two to make a bad conversation, but it's probably my fault. I can't talk to you for more than five minutes before all I can think about is your pants. My, my pants? Ah, uh, yeah, they're nice, all gray, and pant-like, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, the movie's ending soon. I have to go. I'll be expected at the after party for ass kissing. Will you be going? Yeah. Oh, I can't. My boss will see me, and I'm really not supposed to be here. Ah, so that's who you're hiding from. Well, if you change your mind and think you could sneak in, please come. This is the first time I've really laughed in a month. I'll try. All right. I'll give the doorman your name. You'll give him my what? Hmm, yeah. I don't think that'll work either. Oh, here. A VIP ticket? Was this Emily's? Might as well put it to use. Here's your hat. In case I don't see you, thanks for rescuing me. This was a lot more fun than sitting through that flick. Likewise, but I think almost anything would have been more fun. Not at all. I'd much rather be here getting drunk with you. You're different, you know? You're... <laughs> You're going to make me really late. Again, a pleasure. The pleasure's all mine. <sighs> Damn it. Ginger's gonna be at that party. Stacy will too, which means Jason can't be too far behind. I do not want to see him while wearing a baseball cap and sweatshirt from Allegory Pictures, Inc. You know, you really ought to go. Denise? What are you doing here? Hey, Danny. Look who's coming in. Not even Philip Carter Grayson could stand that coma-inducing movie. I'm gonna go wait in line to meet him, to get back at Chloe for ditching me. Besides, you shouldn't be seen with the competition. Right. Uh, uh, uh Terry, Terry? Yeah? N nothing, nothing. Well, I separated the candy for you, Ginger. Uh, apparently, 15 Skip is that. The... Give me a diet soda, Pierre. Uh... Of course. <sighs> He's gotta hate cowering like that. Hello, I'm Philip Grayson. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Mr. Grayson. Teresa Snowden, Premier Advertising. Premier? You guys did a great job with the promotion. What did you think of the movie? Well, I think it was rather like someone with dysentery crapped in a bucket, then splashed it in Jackson Pollock-like fashion all over the movie screen. Wow, you're... View is new, refreshing, and rather disturbing. Ah, thanks. Good luck at the party. Thank you, Tamara. Ooh. No, no, no. Danny, why are you banging your head against the concession counter? They're out of diet soda, Terry. Out. 
It's gone. Ginger's going to kill me. Come on, it's not your fault they're out of diet. You think that'll stop her? No, probably not. Here! Where's my soda? Hmm. If I get you out of this soda mess, you take me to lunch. No, Ginger will still- Oh no, she won't. I'll make sure of it. Deal? Deal. Mmm, you know, Ginger, this diet soda is really something. What are you talking about, snooting? Well, I usually drink the leaded stuff, but you're drinking this all the time, and I thought, I admire Ginger so much, I should try drinking her soda. You what? Oh yeah! You're such a great ad agent, and I figured the more diet soda I drink, the more like you I'll become. Why? Are you telling me this? I'm just saying that I probably should have stopped after the 6th or even the 7th Diet Coke since by then. It was mostly carbonated water, hardly any syrup at all, but I wanted so much to be like you, Ginger. I figured I'd just drink them dry. Mm. Ah, now that's some good soda. Um, Ginger, they're all out of diet. Oh, that's too bad. I'm sure there's plenty of regular soda left. That is, if you want to sink to my level. You bitch! You did it on purpose! Uh, Ginger, Ginger, maybe maybe you should lower your- Shut up, Pierre! You've always been jealous of me, because I'm better than you. (laughs) Sure, Ginger. Because you proofread your own copy and type up your own proposals? Oh, wait, no. You have Danny and Chloe do that for you. (laughs) I'm more successful. You will never get where I am. Ms. Carlyle, calm yourself. Shut up, Pierre. Don't tell me what to do. As I recall, Ginger, we're up for the same promotion. And I'll be the one to get it. And then you'll be answering to me. Snowden. Now, will they choose you because of what you do for the company or your, shall we say, extracurricular activities? Shut up! Shut up! Ms. Carlyle! Will you shut up, Pierre, you idiot? <gasps> Mr. Davis. Mr. Keeley. Ms. Carlyle, you have made a scene. We expect better from our employees, especially from you. This will be brought up at the meeting on Monday. Well, as a famous toddler once said, I'd love to stay in chat, but you're a total bitch. Danny, lunch, call me. One rum and coke for the lady. Thanks, sugar. Now, Chloe, honey, why didn't you take that delicious man up on his offer? He invited you. It's not like Mr. Grayson invited me as his date, Denise. It looks like he gave you his date's ticket. He might say hi to me, but that'd be it, trust me. Besides, if by some miracle I was on his arm, wouldn't it be a little obvious to my boss that I'm there? If she thinks you might be there, she'll be poking her nose in the shadows. The trick is to be out in the open, shining so brightly you blind her. As I'm sure you know, I have experience in this field. (laughs) Right. It doesn't matter, though. 
I don't shine. I'm not dressed for a party. I don't even own anything that would be remotely appropriate. Let me guess. Your boss lets you wear sweats to work? <sighs> Tragic. What if I told you it could all be taken care of? What, is someone gonna wave a magic wand and fix my appearance? <laughs> Come with me. In the next chapter of Once Upon a Time in Vegas, the Queen issues a promise. That bitch! Snowden did it on purpose! I swear, one of these days that fat cow will get what's coming to her. The princess undergoes a magical transformation. I just don't know if I have the ability to hide in plain sight. Well, take a look in the mirror and tell me if you change your mind. Is that... me? Oh my god! Wow! And no one, not even the prince, recognizes her. I'm Philip Grayson. It's a pleasure to meet you. Missy. Missy? No. Missy. It's not my real name, so you should be able to remember it, right? A promise becomes a threat. A beautiful woman like you may sometimes find herself in need of a guy like me. And what does that mean? What do you want it to mean? Hmm. I remember that. The princess takes a daring chance. Have you ever met anyone where you wanted to cut all the small talk and just make out with them? Just shove them up against a wall and have your way with them until they scream for release? Uh... It's an ending you won't expect in Chapter 5 of Once Upon a Time in Vegas. Issuing December 7th, 2007. Only at PendantAudio.com Once Upon a Time in Vegas Chapter 4 The Premiere Featuring the voice talents of Susan Bridges as Terry Lexi Rawl as Chloe Philip Weber as Philip Jeffrey Bridges as Danny William Raymer as Denise, Ara Pelodi as Ginger, Justin Dobby as the bartender, Perry Whittle as executive number one, David Hine Chapman as executive number two and as the concessionist, as the players in The Night Strives to Pay the Day's Longing's Hopeless Price, Perry Whittle as the mobster, Amanda Fitzwater as Nancy, Paul Masterson as the boss, Catherine Pride as the Vixen, and Marley Norton as the Lackey. Written by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Directed by Alicia Lane Matheson. Original music composed by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. Once Upon a Time in Vegas, created by Alicia Lane Matheson and Renee Christine Jones. Copyright 2007 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.